When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> hey everybody welcome back to another episode of opinions that don't matter i'm katie i'm sean and this is our third go at this start i think it's our fourth go fourth or fifth Sorry. i've lost track but i'm tired already gotta warm it so up watch your hand with that glass that freaked me out Did that freak you guys out keep i you thought, on your toes. It, thought it was gonna ruin our zoom thingy that we bought to make this happen and that would have been devastation devastation <clears throat> that's how i buy new equipment i break the old stuff when I want something new. Sean just manhandles things. That's how you... God, I feel so bad about our picture quality. I'm trying so hard. And uh, as a camera operator... Well, it's hard to be the operator and the talent. Not just that, but yeah, I guess that. You got a lot. You're wearing a lot of hats. Yep. You have many hats. They're stacked up, you know, know, like those guys in downtown LA that sell hats. They wear a lot of them on their head and they'll pull them off. That's a pretty cool job. Maybe I'll do that. I'm looking to, to, uh, to start a new career. And I wonder what could a... What could a grown man do at this uh, point without any training and other things? <laughs> Get out of film. Why? There's cameras everywhere. But the interesting thing mm-hmm. is that being someone who worked in film for a very long time, mm-hmm. people can use their cell phones now and attract a larger audience than you can as a filmmaker, which is really interesting. Unless well, you have a built-in audience, potentially. Yeah. The distribution mechanism. And social media, if it gets picked up and people like it. Like on TikTok, some people will be making a TikTok. And then they'll say, I guess this one went viral. So I'm doing another part two. People ask for a part two. Because you look at their other TikToks and they've got like 100 likes or you know what I mean? It's just like a regular person. No other time in <laughs> history could you go from, let's say one day, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up. I, let's say I'm I'm a janitor. It's a, it's a profession that someone is is cleaning up and making, you know, schools good for kids yes. or, or whatever. Or business agenda. buildings or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, a real job and it's important and we need them. But what if that janitor one day uh, takes a picture of a poopy in the toilet and uh, the and makes a funny joke because all of a sudden we're discovering all these new comedians. It's the gold rush of comedians. This is mm-hmm. just like the 1800s when people went up to Alaska and made a ton of money. The, the gold rush is on. There's less, there's less risk involved here. Well, some, yes, definitely. Some, some could say. This is the easy gold rush. <laughs> There's no, you know, there's I no, no panning, no calluses for, on my hands. No, there, there's no, Feel you them. know, maybe you uh, f- freeze. Those are soft you know? hands, right? Very soft, buttery soft. Not a hard day of work in my life. That's what my dad used to say when. Um, Got banker's hands. We need meet pe- my friends or uh, like, let's say I had a guy friend or I went on a date randomly, which I couldn't even date till 16. So it was like, a, you know, it wasn't very long that my dad had time to accost people. But my dad worked construction. So his hands were like leather gloves like crazy cement and yeah and like you know he like hurt himself all the time and just like stick it in windex you know like the dad from the greek the big fat greek wedding my dad used to put his hand in in um bleach bleach your dad does bleach but anyway my dad would shake their hands and say wow not a hard day of work in your life good for you (laughs) (laughs) and they'd just be like Uh, it wouldn't do it to the ladies only to the dudes yeah wow you've got some real tough hands Sarah. yeah baby soft oh that's going the other way <laughs> oh yeah yeah soft hands sarah yeah, he, he all called those my others, friend you know you gotta my dad loved nicknames he called my friend jamie booger oh yeah 
I she was always around. She was always sticking around. No, like not the one from your family, but Stomper. One from your, no, from your friends, not the one. From Katie Bug. Katie Bug. But not really. A nickname. Who calls you that? People in high school. I don't uh, know why. Ash, Ashley sometimes still would call me it. It's a cutesy a name. Yeah. I was never given a nickname. That was one of my first emails. In. Was Katie Bug at yahoo.com. Uh, that's a good topic. What's uh, what's everyone else's emails? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> or first emails i should say that's i remember uh funny enough first emails tell a lot about you that's a perfect thing to write about and like how you came up with it because for me it was my nickname in softball slash school and that's kind of where it came from because <laughs> let's okay. be honest though no one thought the internet was going anywhere we no. thought it was just like mail but coming in your computer yeah i don't know if i even thought about it going anywhere or not it was more just like this is a thing, I guess. Yeah. And so some people, it was just a representation of and your And one of my friends helped me set up my email. I didn't even know how to do that. Yeah. And I don't think Gmail existed. It was just, no, hot, no. it was like Hotmail and Yahoo. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was and maybe AOL. Yahoo, AOL. Earthlink came into play later. I remember because my- No, Earthlink was one of the first ones. Oh, because my uh, Chani, I've yes. talked about Chani Moonbeam. He was my brother's friend. He worked at Earthlink. He, was a, he was a techie dude. Um, but anyway, this made me think. So- First, to otdmpod at gmail.com, please send your first email address and what it means. And we won't, we don't have to share the like at Yahoo or whatever, if you don't want, if you still use that email, but we'll just at least share the names because that's where the true embarrassment arises. But the funny thing is, so I'm going to make fun of myself real hardcore. And I don't think I've told anybody this story, not because not self-preservation, just like didn't think about it until now, but because you're asking about Katie Bug. So we, I don't, it was middle school. So seventh or eighth grade, I was probably what, 13, 14. Everybody wanted nicknames for our soccer. We got these extra t-shirts for like winning something and we wanted to put nicknames on the back. Right. I'm so cool. And everybody had, not everybody, but a lot of people had them. And I think it was Ashley and I were trying to come up with one for me. And she was like, well, you're special K, you're K, you're special K. So we put special K on that shirt and wasn't long after that, people are like, you know, that's a drug. That's like ketamine that they use for, is it time at the time it was only a horse tranquilizer. And they're like, so you're walking around with like a hard drug name on the back of your shirt. And I kind of wish I kept it because that'd be really funny. But anyway, so had that on the back of that shirt and we were like, we got to come up with a different one. Right, right. And Katie Bug was born. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, go from hard drug to a cutesy name. <laughs> I like to- Well, we got to slow this train down. <laughs> swip swap. So, so the thing that's hilarious to me is first of all we were just so young we didn't even know and right. also even as an adult i wouldn't have known like i'm i you guys remember my first drug video ever i didn't even know the units of measurement who's for. you guys you're pointing to the all the of summer, my viewers the, the room over there the viewers oh, oh there are people the otdm universe <laughs> i imagine the otd otdm universe you have a hard or time with called. that acronym I do. all the time and it's uh, it's because my mind goes faster than my my mouth and your mouth will allow you gotta spit, learn how to talk a little faster i gotta spit that game you should become one of those guys at the car dealership the announcers what are they uh, auctioneers oh auctioneers are amazing i've had the pleasure of being around them mm-hmm. a little bit and i had a guy tell me a secret and he said i just go like 100 miles an hour and he's learned some tricks mm-hmm. but basically it's a lot of we got a 500 i could be an auctioneer he showed me some tricks but no um it's a pretty impressive skill but kind of annoying because 
we, so I was going to this event for a couple of years just, um, we were working it and they had an auction and the man who was an auctioneer was really nice. Mm -hmm. However, he would kind of go into a spiel during conversation sometimes. And you're like, oh, oh he couldn't turn it off. No. Oh no. Yeah. That would be like me in the middle of a conversation being like, that's interesting. So tell me, is your relationship with your mother? Has it always been like that? Have you noticed other patterns? Like I went into therapist mode where you're like, right. quiet. Oh, I, see I thought you were going to all of a sudden start auctioning things off. Oh no. I was, I was, <laughs> I was saying he can't turn it off. And I was like, that's like me just being a therapist. Diagnosis, diagnosis. Who needs a diagnosis? <laughs> over there. You need a diagnosis. DSM, we got MDD. We got ADHD. We got, <laughs> Hey, that therapist is kind of different. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to, I got work. the diagnosis quickly, but mm. yeah, he really bid me up though. You know, <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm paying it. I ended up paying four hundred dollars. <laughs> All right, if we want to sign up for your bill right now, to go to hang your credit card right now. What the fuck is going It's going on? up, going up, going up from two fifty, two fifty, two fifty. Got here two seventy five. Here two seventy five. Sold to the lady sitting on the couch in front of me. Oh like, my what god! Happened? <laughs> That'd be a ridiculous, like funny or die video. Oh, I would love to if I could master that skill. Not master, but if I had a little bit of it, I would use it for ill-gotten purposes. Or not? What master, Does that even make sense? Ill-gotten purposes. That's no. not proper English. It it really isn't. But uh, I would use Mal it like intent, yeah. malicious intent. At Starbucks, for, for instance, driving through the drive-through. Uh, hi, could we take your order, please? Yeah, large coffee. I thought order. you said you already could be one because you he had already taught you no, all no, his I tricks. I was just bullshitting. Oh. You know me. It's all bullshit, man. Oh. It's all bullshit. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Funny. <laughs> uh, we chuckled. <laughs> yeah, I saw some new things in the news because they're in news. the news. Check this out. Mm -hmm. They're I'm checking it out. Mm. Okay. What is it? Chimps mm -hmm. apply insects to their wounds. Oh, so they eat off. Well, I know that um, leeches mm -hmm. can eat off the dead skin and the bacteria, and it helps keep them clean. So they might suck out all the grossness. Well, okay. I wasn't. I mean, yeah, maybe the bugs. There's got to be a reason. Yeah, well, they, they weren't sure. So they've observed chimpanzees in the wild. And I with, love the, the photo. Oh, it's so He's cool. He's like, what you doing down in that hole with that the stick? stick. He's using a tool. To get the ants out. Apparently, they've seen chipmunks um, sitting there and like, uh, let's say there's a chipmunks. What the hell? Chimpanzees. I wondered. I was like, wow, we switched animals real quick. Well, the... the yeah. <laughs> That's me as a chipmunk yelling at Sean. Because nice. they yell at Roxy all day, every day. Mm. But apparently they saw chimpanzees uh, snatching bugs out of the air mm -hmm. and then squishing them and then applying them to oh, the Oh, they wound must have something. So dead bugs. I was thinking of, live. Yeah, it must be part of the bug's guts or maybe mm -hmm. who knows what it is. Antibacterial. Now, the article lured me in with the headline. Chips. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> it's because it's 630 at night. We worked all day and I'm, my mind is. I've also had a headache all week, which is crazy. But Yeah, Sean's not been feeling the it's best. It's not COVID. Don't worry. We don't actually know because he hasn't been tested, but he legitimately has no other symptoms, no, no symptoms of COVID other mm. than I have a headache and I'm tired. Yeah, small appetite. I think it's mainly just maybe just run down or something. I think it's definitely. So they saw chimpanzees mm -hmm. swatting bugs out of the air. Squashing and them. Applying them to the wounds of the young chimpanzees. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's amazing. Yeah. Are they evolving? But in the article, they said it may be something they do because one time they did it. And then they got attention from the other chimpanzees. So it's a learned behavior that's mm -hmm. reinforced positively. They don't know if indeed they're getting any benefit from this with the- Have they have they been able to recognize what uh, bibits they were squishing? No. Bibit is French for the big 
Ebug. Ebug. Yeah. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. Chimps applying insects to their wounds. That is interesting. Now, I led into this one because I just wanted to talk a little bit about oh, insects first. Randomly, can I talk a little bit more about insects? Sure. Just briefly, and this is not even I real life. insects. This isn't even real life. Is this real life? I'm just kidding. In the Little Mermaid forever, forever. As a kid, I wanted, anybody remember Ursula? She was awesome. She was also terrifying and I hated her for a long time. But now as an adult, I'm like, I think she's misunderstood. But I love that when you went into her little cave, you know, her little lady cave thing, she would squeeze these bugs out and they were her lipstick. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Were they, were they red? Mm-hmm. Oh. She'd go and it would like shoot a little, a little rounded bit and then she'd go. Whoop. And as a kid, I was like, man, I want like a little. A thing you squish like a little not a bug a berry, obviously a berry maybe a berry maybe someone in like eos you know they always look round like your sister loves those chapsticks that are balls that you twist and then you roll like i wish they created a squishy one where it just the little bulb like pops out and then comes back in oh it's called lipstick no that's a twisty i'm talking squishy oh and i want it to go boop and then you put on and, and then retract. then you let go of the squish and it goes boop. they probably make that Somebody, probably somebody in Japan. I feel like they have all the cool stuff there. That's like um, <laughs> inventions. You know, you, yeah. you, you have to be able to be a visionary. And then they, it's it's so easy to do it now. It really is. If you have an idea, you just jot it down on a piece of paper. And then you down. send it in to like a company, let's say Invent Tech. We told them about Invent Tech, didn't we? Did we? I don't know. We're going to tell mm. you again if we hadn't. If, yeah. we, if we did, tell us in the comments. Be like, shut up. Well, if there's any inventions out there that you'd like us to register jointly with you, if you have a really good idea, send Sean's it in. Sean's a and, good drawer. Yeah. I will I will make draw, sketches of your- <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Sean, and I like to do drawings. <laughs> oh, boy. It's an SNL skit, if you don't know. Mike Myers. Look it up. It's uh, Simon. Um, Sean- sent into invent tech i didn't send anything into invent tech oh no actually you didn't I was accused but it would have been a total wrongly. sean thing to do Sh- wrongly it would have been a total sean thing to do but he happened to not do this one but was happy to take the credit kind of a little bit because you're like that was good <laughs> i took the blame i never denied it because i thought that was a really good joke really good whoever one came up with this and i i so people were always playing pranks on each other and especially jokes he's such a good he's just he has such a a good demeanor and he, he takes it in stride and he's like also you he can't get about mad it. at him when he does it right like yeah. for instance one time when uh i was leaving i was in a hurry to leave the house this is my old roommate by the way guys mm-hmm. uh i went to the closet to grab my jacket and there i had been at home alone for like five hours and our arm grabbed me from the jackets and pulled me into the closet i was like ah! <laughs> and I you guys know freaked. how easily scared sean is I freaked out and I'm still, I, I still have recovered. I've got I, I, PTSDs from that. <laughs> I scared him just a minute ago. We went to pick up Roxy from daycare, which we'll talk about because there's a story. Mm. And Sean said something to me. I was out waiting for them to bring her to me. And then I put her in the back of the car. And so I walked around to his window and he was like, oh, like you did gave a little jump. Like he was like, oh, I'm like, who'd you think was out here? Just I'm on me. high alert. <laughs> Hypervigilance. Yes. Um, what else were we talking about? Oh, we well, got way Joe off topic. Me in the closet and scared oh, the me and... invent tech. Oh, that's so, right pranks going back and forth with sean's friends which i as someone who does not like pranks because i worry about people's feelings too much and then i'm like oh um was fun to be an outsider and watch it so someone we still don't know who and i wish they would if you're watch if someone's listening to this and it was you come clean text us so someone sent in a quote-unquote idea to invent tech and they 
sent back the form. So what came in the mail was a thing sent back to Joe saying, sorry, boom, your idea was denied by InventTech. And Joe's, and like, Joe's what? like, what? What the I didn't fuck have is an this? Idea. And there was a letter. It was a very nice rejection letter. Yeah, like, unfortunately, at this time, we're not going to be able to fund your idea. And he's like, what? And so the back paper was the idea. And then this drawing on the back paper was a drawing. A, a schematic, a blueprint, if you will, uh, probably done so by someone with some knowledge of, mm -hmm. of CAD. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Um, someone did a drawing of a box. So I think it was a 3D rendering of a box, or was it not? No, it was, T just it was a 2D, square. so a square. Square on paper. And it had an arrow going in to the box and it said ideas and then an arrow going out and it said money. <laughs> and then it was signed Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there was even uh, like a, a copy mark, uh, a copyright oh, like a and, a, and a trademark. Like someone had really you know, laid it on. Thick. Someone had a really good idea. Yeah. And Joe was not, he was like, why would you do that? I'm like, do what? And he <laughs> So can, somewhere someone thinks Joe is very dumb. <laughs> no, I think they're just, just messing with They probably get really funny things there too. And the guy was like, this one's from some guy that smoked a lot of weed. Send that out as a rejection. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What if you had a leash and instead of like uh, you press the button and the dog comes back to you, the dog presses the button and you go to the dog. Mm. Uh, invent tech. Hit me up. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. So into puppy parlance, mm. we have a problem. No, we don't have a problem. And I feel like I've somehow failed my dog mommy uh, responsibilities. I don't know what to do to make her better. It's a puppy and that, or she's a puppy and that's why she's behaving this way. So she, she's getting rough and tumble with other dogs at. And so they daycare. have to keep removing her from the group on, and we can't bring her anymore on their busiest days because she gets so rough. They have to remove her. Today, when we were there, she came out and have you ever seen, um, Silence of the Lambs when he's on the, the gurney and he's got the mask and she can't, they rolled her out like that. Like it was so scary and I was worried for her. I was like, what happened? Can you imagine them rolling her out, her laid on her back with her little <laughs> chicken legs hanging and out? The, dog, the Hannibal Lecter mask on. She's all muffled. Oh my God, poor baby. But that'd just be so funny, her little pink belly. Nah, don't take it too personally. No, she's she, just, she's rowdy. She's rambunctious. But she walked out all calmly and then she sat while they essentially told me how hard she was to deal with. And I just feel bad because like, no one wants their dog to be a bully. She's essentially bullying other dogs. Um, she hasn't bit any dogs, guys. Look, she doesn't bite or she fights and plays when they don't want to play and fight anymore. But we see it at home too. So it's not it's not just us. It's This is the dog and this is its personality. Look, we're doing everything right. We're feeding her properly. We've got on a good schedule. She goes to sleep properly. Uh, she's been to training. We play with her. We Tons train of training. her. We throw we the ball for her. We walk her. Yeah, so, the ball. you know, at the end of the day, this one's on her. She'll get it over it i'm sure at well some it's just point. funny because each person that comes out and tells me about it has a different take so this girl i've, I've talked to her before and she's very serious takes her job very seriously yeah, i know i've met her before and there was an intern with her which i think she was like this is how you know we're gonna have to tell their owner blah blah, blah. and like i've seen the owners get like real mad but i just first i want to laugh and then then i feel bad because i'm like oh, i made their job harder and that sucks and i don't know what to do <clears throat> and so i was like well what can we do and essentially they all say the same thing Nothing. She's just a puppy. But this one was like, well, just don't bring her on Tuesdays and Thursdays because those are our busiest days and it makes it hard. And I was like, okay, I could try to do that. Um, but it was just funny because the last time the lady was, she came out to give me this, the same kind of thing. And she said, she'll go out of it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because I said, what can I do at home? And she's like, honestly, not much. She's like, you can bring her around other dogs and then stand on her leash. So she is kind of like 
can't go anywhere. And once she lays down, you reward her quietly because she calmed and then she gets to get up and you get to move. Mm. And I was like, oh, but we don't, I was like, we don't have dogs at our house. She's like, I know. So, you know, if you take her for a walk and she sees another dog. Anyway, so that's puppy parlance. Yep. We're working I on failed. It. We, we raised a maniac. Uh, easy there, lady. Easy. <laughs> it's a dog and that's what they do. I know, but I just... And I think people take it a little... Not that they're taking it too seriously, but look, it's a it's a pet at your house. We love her. She's going to be fine. She'll she'll come around. That's okay. the way I look at it. Clearly if not, we'll... Uh, you know, parenting skills differ. I'm just kidding. No. Join the army and we'll, we'll see her in join the four army. years. Bye, Roxy. Go get some structure. We'll see you when you get back. That's right. No, she, she'll be totally fine. But part of me feels like she would get it out of her system and be fine if we had adopted two at once. Like if she had a partner here. Or you would have produced two maniacs. There are maniacs. Maniacs. All right. I have one more story. <laughs> okay. What's your I, story? All right. This is a, there's a trigger warning on this, Katie. Oh, <gasps> Yep. I'm still in the bug talk. Oh, bug talk. Oh, spiders. Giant. Aaron, you can jump off. <laughs> giant spiders are invading the East Coast. This is not a drill. Evacuate to Toledo. Now, now, go. Apparently, there is this are, from The Onion? No. Okay. There are, this is from USA Today. Thank you. This is serious mm, reporting. Mm, serious. I used to think USA Today was a junk rag. I think it is a junk rag. I don't know. I, reading all the other magazines, or not magazines, but uh online outlets i never buy the the actual paper so uh, they seem to be pretty good their journalism oh. is pretty solid okay cool this one is from rex hupkey mm. at usa today hey, rex. came out on march 9th 2022 mm-hmm. i'll put it a link in the description but basically the headline that includes <laughs> the word spiders and invade are not generally harbingers of good news yeah such was the case wednesday when this headline appeared on usa today's website a spider as big as the palm of your hand oh could soon invade the east coast oh, scientists so. say okay no but uh apparently there are giant spiders from asia uh, and why is it, north america really doesn't have that many big well we do we have what the huntsman is that our big spider the one that saeed killed oh, was that a huntsman i didn't think i didn't think it isn't the huntsman the big one the really big one yeah that's the one i think they had in their garage no theirs was not that big it was this big and it had the legs that go forward what was it called the wolf spider wolf spider huntsman, huntsman. are those fucking huge ones down on, by the water all the time yeah mm-hmm. the one in in australia they have them it's not in oh. the water oh you're right no the one i'm confusing totally my spiders confusing. Yeah. so this spider apparently but it's very pretty if you look at it aside from the thing yeah, that's i don't eating, want it here but look he's got a red butt he's got yellow legs and black legs and but why are they coming uh probably for the food you know how are they coming uh probably by boat they you know they they hitch a ride one time a ride. we had a, a water moccasin hitch a ride from the swamps of louisiana there. what are water moccasins um they're shoes that you wear in the water <laughs> no, no i don't know what they are are uh, they fish bugs it's a snake oh yes a you're water, right a water moccasin there why That's are my, they called a water moccasin i don't know um a moccasin may be a type of snake anyways uh, mm-hmm. this spider i hope to goodness it doesn't show up it doesn't seem to be poisonous but i just don't like giant spiders it gives me the heebie-jeebies uh, even talking about i don't it. mind giant spiders underwater because i do eat those those are you know crabs and lobsters True. those sorts of bits. Yeah, yeah but this bibit i do not the want bibit. to see it here kill the bibit so if you see one crush it because it's an invasive species oh okay well it's not doesn't belong here yeah so we're just so you connected. gotta go you gotta go. We're global, baby. The spider is like, we gotta go. I don't want to live here. He's thinking. He's like, the gas prices are too high. I'd like to retire in They've Florida. They've been locked down in COVID forever. I want to get to Florida. I want to go to Boca. 
I heard Boca's beautiful yeah, this time of a little year. Little bocce ball and Boca. Yeah. So they hitched a ride. Yeah. But one time Bought we had their ticket. Uh, a water. We so we had. I was working at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of employees, and word got. Uh, word spread like wildfire that we had a, a visit from the local authorities. Mm. The local authorities, they said, uh, hello, we'd like to talk to you. Mm. So the people at the restaurant that were running were like, yes. And they said, we we need to tell you that across the street at uh, this, it wasn't a factory, but it was like, a, you know, some sort of company. They had opened uh, a crate mm-hmm. that had come from Louisiana or something like this. And uh, a snake darted out of the crate. That's it. I would scream like a little. No little kidding, day. right? And the guy was describing, and he said, it's a big snake and we're looking for it. Have you seen a snake on the property? Oh God. And all of us were, you know, and you're asking, all the way have, in you seen, have you seen a snake? Have you seen a snake? Yeah, in Montreal. Good luck, snake. It's so freeze, so freezing no, cold. No, it was summertime. So, so the water moccasin had a good, he had a good two week, days. A week and a half to get his shit together before it freezes again. Right? Uh, <laughs> one of the guys who worked at the restaurant was a person I knew for a very long time. He lived down the street from me. I'd known him since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the kitchen manager and someone knew that he was terrified of snakes. Now I, it was, I had nothing to do with this, but we I have a lot of members of our community who are also terrified of snakes. Snakes are pretty intimidating. They do this thing, you know, they do. <laughs> it's, it's scary. And they, that look in their eyes, their pupils go like this instead of circles. That, like that tells cats. you it's not, has no empathy. Cats do that too. Uh, no empathy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. Uh, so the, <laughs> This guy, Derek, I won't say his last name, but he he goes outside at the end of the night because as the kitchen manager, he's got to clean up, I guess, a bunch of stuff and make sure that his dumpster area is clean and just Mm -hmm. end of the night stuff. And one of the waiters named Ray, Mm -hmm. uh, Ray decided to wait outside for like as long as he could because he knew that Derek had to go outside to the dumpsters. At some point, yeah. And he had a stick and he hid behind the dumpster, which you're dedicated to, to prank. He could have hiding behind a, a, a restaurant dumpster because it stinks. It's a horrible. And that water moccasin could have stumbled upon Could have got Ray. <laughs> so Ray was really committed to the prank. And Derek came mm-hmm. outside and he opened the, you know, he's checking to make sure his employees cleaned up the trash properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray got him with a stick in the leg underneath the dumpster while he was looking in the dumpster. And he dropped the dumpster lid and he ran what according to ray now uh-huh. he ran for his life <laughs> he didn't run back in the restaurant he ran down the street and kept oh, running he's like i'm out of here <laughs> ah! and he ran away he he, he ran, ran away and away. we didn't see him uh, until the next day you know the next the next shift because we oh, all wow. were pretty yeah. similar shifts you know and derek uh, <laughs> you left work pretty early yesterday <laughs> yeah. well you know i was uh there was a water moccasin and I, oh. I i just don't like him and it it, it got me it got, it got oh, he, he really thought it got he him. Thought, he thought the water moccasin had bumped into him. He didn't stick oh, around to, to investigate. To find out. <laughs> I wouldn't have either. He also didn't notice Ray laughing, you know, maniacally from behind yeah. the dumpster. But anyways, that's, that's really funny. the water moccasin story. I think you told Claire. me that before too. But yeah, that's funny. I was worried. I mean, I didn't know what a water moccasin was. I thought it was like a snake that was flat kind of, not like a, ra- a cylinder. Yeah, I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't given the water moccasin what much they thought. Do? I don't know. Did they bite? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. It's like the boa constrictors and pythons that live in Florida now. They're mm. supersized and they don't know what to do. Oh, yes. And they're paying people to kill them. So yeah. isn't there a TV show where they kill them? I don't know. But, uh, you know, you go to those jungles in Florida. Man, Florida's got everything. Water moccasin is a cotton mouth. What is a cotton mouth? Oh, is that a rattler? It's a, I, I think a cotton mouth is a rattler. 
uh, yeah. I wonder, uh, do, does Europe have these sorts of things? Oh, know. interesting. Okay, so it says, uh, because of water moccasins, a cottonmouth moccasins venom is powerful and can kill you, but it only results in about 12 deaths each year. So you shouldn't have been fucking around with that shit. Well, yeah, I was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. PJ will remember. PJ was there. I didn't know it was a cottonmouth and water moccasin. That's the same thing. I have cottonmouth right now, but not from... It's because you're just not doing well. I know. You should be resting. I've been drinking a lot of water and just kind of sweating at night. That's yeah. scary. You wake up in a puddle of your own sweat. We should change our sheets. <laughs> Any other stories? Um, Let's see. That was my spider story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Compelling. Thank you, everyone. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. We have something we got in the mail. Oh, one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, it, I actually saved this because I know that there are, there are people in this community that are interested in mental health and I, mm-hmm. I sometimes I'll yeah. save clippings for you mm-hmm. just to pass information along because there's so many scientists alive and there's so much information. So much have. information. Check this out. And I think uh, I found it fascinating. From the lab. Mm. French research. <laughs> wow. Off to a strong start. From the lab. <laughs> French researchers discover new link in binge eating disorder. Mm. Apparently they've found some uh, physical attribute that's nothing to do with the brain, nothing to do with the stomach, but there's something that's controlling binge eating. I didn't get that far in the, oh, interesting. In the article because I was eating and I didn't, uh, but it's, oh, it's uh, the endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They've got- Cannabinoid. So do they think uh, like smoking weed or like CBD? No, I guess CBD doesn't have- yeah, like that's a, a cannabinoid. Recept- well, yeah, but like would that assist? Or it has something to do with the cannabinoid system. I don't know. Interesting. I, I figure I'll pass it along. I'll put it in the notes. Oh, if okay. anyone's interested in this research about I find it interesting. And, yeah. I'd, be, I'd like to know where and why yeah. and what. But uh, that's binge cool. eating disorder. That's cool. Yeah. I'm doing my part, Katie. I'm doing the research you, for the You're community. doing all the research. I know. I didn't very... do it very good. I didn't. Uh, what was it? Synthesize. <laughs> What's Excuse the word me? when you absorb the information? <laughs> Uh, synthesize the information. I what did we do used that. to say in college? If you lay on your textbook long enough, it shouldn't you absorb it through osmosis? <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Total, oh boy, total oh dweebies. Boy. Okay, we need to open our email, and I'm going to check on the girl real quick, just because she's ringing the doorbell. Right, we'll pause it there. I was going to pause. Are we oh, sucking? Open. No. It's mail time. Oh yeah, we have physical mail. mail. Physical yeah, we mail. did. Katie, what are you doing so the people who are listening can follow along? Get- I have to get out all the pieces. Where did this mail come from? This has come from Florida. From one, of our, one of our Florida correspondents. It says, it's from Christy. Ah, hello, Christy. Our North Florida correspondent. Floridian. She's been around since, I think, episode one. Yeah. Okay, here are some things from your Florida girl that you and Sean have spoken about on OTDM. Uh-oh. Yay, thank you. Okay, so I'm very excited about this first part, which the is, heck is that? Bananagrams. What is Bananagrams? It's a really fun game. I highly recommend. I'm excited to play it. Okay, so I'm in. all I can really tell you, if I remember correctly, oh, I don't know about this one though. Party edition. You mix in the chaos and stir up some fun. What? So, anyways. Thanks, Christy. We're going to play it's it this very weekend. Fun. Yes, I, we actually are, and I'm really excited about this. And That's cool. Banana. Wait for it. It's in the shape of a banana. Ooh, do we have a new uh bum 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 In Florida they do it this way though. Ah yes. 
across. He's like, what's that horrible noise? <clears throat> Katie has just opened a flag. Yes. And it says, the great seal of the state of Florida in God we trust. And, oh, wow. I didn't realize that on their flag, they have a seal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't see that, but maybe. And here is our thing to asfix it. Affix. Affix. I always say it that way. Asfix. Asfix. I like to add extra letters just for shits and giggles. All right. This is beautiful. Thank you. It even came with a towel holder. Screw it in there. A towel holder. And then you put it on. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. Wait a minute. Is this a skill testing? No, don't. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Please hold everybody. Everybody. Let's twist it in there. My my worry was the flag was going to slip down the flagpole. Oh, I mean, I don't don't think you need to worry. Christy would Beautiful. know that we tried our best. Florida has claimed us. And drum roll, please. What do you got? I have another thing from Christy. Wow. It is the Chronicles of Narnia. What is that? The full seven book set. I don't know what this is. You don't know what this is? Are you serious? Yeah. Does this look familiar? Well, it's a, a lion. All right. Okay. So anyways. <laughs> you looked at me like I'm an alien or something. I'm going to put the Florida flag right there in the corner but of the screen. Anyway, C.S. Lewis wrote these seven books. What else did C.S. Lewis do? I know that name. He's like a religious dude. He's a religious dude? I think I thought, so. Didn't he do Alice in Wonderland? Haven't we talked about C.S. Lewis? No, before? you're thinking Have we of someone. About from the creator of Jeopardy. So C.S. Lewis was a British writer and lay theologian. Mm. He held academic positions in English literature at both Oxford University and Cambridge. Why was he writing stuff that was, uh, uh, you know, dabbling in the... Dark arts, not dark arts, but like in because uh... it's it's theology. Each person it um it tells stories using characters and creatures. Oh, okay. So honestly, how do you guys? I'm doing a shit job at explaining this. Is to Christy Sean. trying to uh, to tell us something? Like to to find? We've uh... talked about the Chronicles of Narnia, I think. Oh, yep. It just but came back. A, the witch and the the witch, the, the wizard, and the wardrobe. Okay, and the... but it's a series of seven fantasy novels by C.S. Lewis. Mm. And it's been, there's been movies and stuff. We must have talked about this because she sent it in. Mm-hmm. It's a fantasy. Why am I not remembering that? I don't know. Maybe because your brain's a little, is having difficulty. But anyways, you, you follow these adventures. Okay. Um, it's usually children. I think Christy, am I right? Am I forgetting things? But it's like you, pl- these children play central roles in each book as like these big things in history unfold. And you like, I don't know. It's really cool. In real history. Or is it uh, is it a made up world, a mythical world? It's a mythical world. Okay. So it's things that unfold in the Narnian world. So these big events happen, but they're all, at least from my understanding, back in the day when I read these as a kid, they like parables and fables and like. Yeah, to, my brother was really into them. I think give I give you a moral compass. Kind of. I need this. Thank you. But I don't think I read <laughs> them all. So thank you, Christy. I'm super excited. But anyway, there's a lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. I think that's the only. I, that one and the the magician's nephew I might have read, that's but the lion, one. but the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe is the one that I know I've read. That's the one they turned into a movie. That's what mm-hmm, I know, mm-hmm. and that's the the lion. Yeah. So anyway, cool. That's the sweet. I'll give it a read. I like to read. Yeah, and um, 
Aslan, A-S-L-A-N, is the main character with the lion. Okay. So Aslan. I always said Aslan, but I might be saying it wrong. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Now, okay. We have one more. Should we just do all our mail? We have one more. Sure. Let's get it all in. From Patty. Making me feel special on a crummy day. Yeah. I mean, not a crummy day, but a a day where the news isn't so good. Because I don't want to have to cut through the other stuff on the other side. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. I saw this meme. It was an office meme. And they were like, my parents telling me not to run with scissors. And then it was like Michael Scott saying, scissor me, remember? And she throws them and he catches them and they're open. It's Aaron throws it to him and, and Pam's like, <gasps> like it's so terrifying. So he's like, it's when they get the stuff from Sabre, when they still think it's Sabre, but it's Sabre. And anyways, and he has to open it. Oh, it's his merch. <gasps> Patty, your merch. Remember? He's yeah. been telling us. <gasps> I love oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's Super really cool. cool. <gasps> wow, this is high quality. Thanks, Patty. Some quality merch. Look how, how do you- cool. I love it. This is so incredibly oh, cool. I gotta turn it. Wow, wonderful. This is really pretty. Uh-huh. Or not pretty, but it's a cool design. Okay, let's get into this. Okay, we're gonna read his letter. Okay. He wrote a letter. All right. Such good penmanship. It says, Hey, hey, salutations, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and fellow OTDM land friends. It is I, the one and only Sir Patty Cakes, or better known as Patty. So as you're reading this letter, hopefully the handwritten version, it means the Postal Service has successfully delivered the first ever Kingdom of Burb hat drop. <gasps> I love it. Kingdom of Burb. Mm-hmm. Yep. After three, yes, three years of waiting, poor planning, and very tiny alterations, the Kingdom of Burb shall take number, like <gasps> number one. Number one. Number one. That is so cool. This brand slash idea has been a sticking point in my life through good times and in the pit of despair. LOL. Anyhow, be on the lookout for the bird themed drops because once this egg has hatched, there's no putting it back in its shell. I love it when people go for it. I know. Oh, it's such a cool design. I really like it. it you, good job, Patty. Anywho's, um, oh, anywho's it, what's it? Um, on to the much delayed stories promised in my prior correspondence. As, is it? Is it even? Yeah, cool. it looks great. How exciting. Uh, guess I'll start with some of the cryptic, oh, cryptic dreams where you'll meet Bigfoot's girlfriend um, on an athletic, oh, on an athletic werewolf. Bigfoot's girlfriend on an athletic werewolf. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going to some sort of uh, Bigfoot odd... has a girlfriend? Well, well, well. Well, yes. According to a 12-year-old Patty, he does. Uh, well, he did. Yeah, she kind of got um, got the... She kind of got dead. Got the dead. Am I reading that wrong? No. Which may or may not have been my doing. <laughs> To set the scene, imagine young a young lad with awful Justin Bieber-esque hair playing wiffle ball in his driveway with his parents. The, Man, that, that hairdo swept the nation, didn't it? Or the world, mm-hmm. probably, because Bieber's, or the Biebs is pretty. The Biebs. But remember, everyone had that. that oh, swoosh, forever. And Shane then kids even had go it. like. Huh. And they like, do uh. the hair swing. <laughs> the air is that premium New England late summer, early fall, warm, yet not humid. And the trees have begun uh, their early transformation from simplest simplistic of greens to brilliant reds yellows and oranges just your average suburban day right nope 
Enter stage left, our main antagonist, Bigfoot. I thought she was chewing it, but she's not. And his slightly smaller footed girlfriend. So Bigfoot and his slightly smaller footed mm-hmm. girlfriend. Too funny. Cute. But she also um, had big feet. That's fine. <laughs> but they were smaller. Yes, um, and sir, the lovely couple of Sasquatches disobeyed clear, no trespassing signs and waltzed into the backstop, the backstop of our wiffle ball stadium. Well, like any territorial 12-year-old, I defended my home field. So I wound up and drilled the mightiest of kicks into a soccer ball. Don't ask. It was just there. It's dreams. Things just show up. That professional, uh, that professional something lived, uh, sorry, Patty, power punt. Oh, my head shooted. I can't read that. Headshotted Mrs. Bigfoot's. Sorry if I'm saying these wrong, Patty. Who died instantly? Ooh, that is a pretty powerful. Boom! Kick. Soccer ball to the head. Out. Obviously, this upset our delinquent squatch, who broke into a dead sprint towards yours truly. Feeling threatened again, I did only the natural thing, and I threw a major league level wiffle ball. However, unlike the missups, oh, the missus Bigfoot didn't expire. No, no, no. He I mean, suffered. Why would you kick a soccer ball at a Bigfoot? I mean, the Bigfoot could kick it probably was, h- harder than you can. He was defending his home field. Yeah, that's true. It's also a dream. So he didn't expire. No, no. He suffered an even worse fate. He became the latest member of the United States government property, property that was, uh, oh, hauled off in a cage under much security. Oh, they caught him. Mm, <gasps> kind of like what they did with uh, Aliens? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, oh, yes. not Donkey Kong, uh, Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, Godzilla. No, not Godzilla. What's the... King Kong. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for helping me out. I want to weigh in at once. Dream number two. Yep. Meta dream werewolf. Okay. As you can tell, my dreams are the strange, or, or even the strange ones, <laughs> are hyper-realistic. So when I have nightmares, they tend to hit hard. Well, this time it threw some deva vu deja vu i guess deja vu seasoning into my nightmare soup oh Oh, yeah yeah, okay a little sprinkle of deja vu in that soup (laughs) we've all had Mm, those dreams where have i had this soup before Mm. so tasty we've all had those dreams that uh wake us in short breaths and sweaty sweaty brows those dreams that make you crave a tall cold refreshing glass of water sorry i'm having it that too cold here. Now imagine having one of those dreams within another dream, leading to a rare double dream. A double, a double header, if you will. And then wake up. That's it. That's the type of dream this one was. I awoke, this is the start of the dream, by the way, to a shortened breath, sweaty and thirsty state. I was uneasy and yearning for much needed water. So like anyone, I got up out of bed to venture to the kitchen. A kitchen that uh, um, abuts an outdoor deck that can look out to our backyard via a glass sliding door. Mm-hmm, Sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, it's through the glass door illuminated by a sensor light that an already on alert Patty noticed a humanized ish and wolfy looking creature. I kid you not. I saw this thing last night. In our Munching backyard. on a meal. Yep. I saw this in our backyard last night. You have to steal from Patty. No, I saw this it? thing. Mm. Well, it was, it was a squirrel, but. But I, th- I think yeah. our girl is asleep. Is she? Okay. Mm-hmm. Our Sasquatch is asleep. I was frozen. There was no moving me from my spot. 
That was an awful thing, as that hungry, hungry werewolf took notice of its next meal. Me. In one unbelievably strong leap, the werewolf went from ground to and crashing through the glass door that I was standing behind. Oh, you know what I mean? Then boom. I woke up for real in the same way that I did in the first dream. To say the least, I really didn't want to go <laughs> get that much needed glass of water. I still got up, though, and even went through the same actions of my dream, and then the sensor light came on, but clearly, I did not become werewolf kibble. <laughs> Anyhow, onward to those sport ball injuries and the stories behind them. Imagine going to the pet store, and you're like, uh, do you have any werewolf kibble? <laughs> right. You know, and they're like, uh, why? It's you. What? what? <laughs> yeah. What you talking about? <laughs> this is called Dislocated Thumb, the Soccer Goalie's Secret. Okay, so I may or may definitely hate going to the doctor's office and even more terrorized uh, and nine-year-old Patty went to crazy lengths to avoid non-mandatory visits. I loved the doctor as a kid. Did you really? I, my mom can attest to this. I love the dentist, the doctor. It's attention. I think it's attention. And I always wanted to get like full marks, you know, have my physical full mark. All both your knees do the whoop, 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 and like your teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Eye doctor. I loved it. I remember as when I, anybody, I'm going to, I'm going to admit to something and I want to know if anybody else has done this too. So back in the day, before I was an adult and realized like how important eye doctor visits are, I could hear the machine make a before mm. it lit, put the light, you know, when you stick your face in, you have to hit the button. I still do that. Why would you do that? Well, I want to get good marks. Don't you want them to know, like if something happens to your eyes, don't you want to know? I know. I know if my eyes are okay or not. Sean's wicked smart. He went to medical school. So anyways, I used to listen to the machine and hit the button, even if I didn't see the dot. And then when I was like, I don't know, 18, 19, I was like, why the fuck was I doing that? Because like, if I didn't, if I had poor peripheral vision, I, I should know that. So maybe they can correct it or figure out what's happening. Like, right. You know, there's ge- degenerative diseases that attack your ocular nerve. So like, fuck. Anyway, I'm okay. Don't worry. I I don't do that anymore. But you know, when you're at the eye doctor and you hear that noise, you're like, that's why I was like, coming. anybody and else? I don't know why they don't cover your ears. I just, should make you put earplugs in. Well, yes. And I don't do it because I'm being a schmuck. You know, I, I do it because I hear it and I'm like, oh, and then I really concentrate and I, and I usually get it. I don't think I miss any, actually. I think I've got good peripheral. I think Sean fakes it. Katie? <laughs> for those of you just listening i was feeling for katie my peripheral yeah he pretended to touch my face like he couldn't see me okay so one such length so patty didn't like going to the doctor opposite of me yeah one such such length was to hide the fact that i injured my thumb during a game of soccer only one problem yeah i didn't have a little bruise or one cut nope I was playing goalie with a totally thin and inadequate wide receiver gloves Mm -hmm. when a poorly placed shot was blocked by yours truly. One issue, though, my thumb popped out of place. Ooh, Patty, I've jammed my fingers before as a kid. And you're like, yeah. I've never popped anything out of a socket. That is my weakness. If someone, if I was being tortured, you could probably do all sorts of awful things to me. But if someone said we're going to pop something out of its joint i'd be like i'll tell you all the secrets <laughs> what do you what do you need what do you to know need from me do you need me to draw the map to the gold <laughs> i will draw the map because I, you know, you're like oh. I, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies i saw I, I, 
some people who are older who live in North America may remember this, but wide world of sports mm-hmm. back in the day, they would show like horrific accidents to start the show. That was like wow. their opening sequence, like cars flipping. And I remember there's a guy and his knee went all funny. Like he's, he's oh, uh, I hate a football watching player. Those kinds of yeah, and his leg goes like all funny. Oh, I, like I think that, that was on Wild World of Sports. But. Like that UFC fight with uh, who's the the short, not short, but shorter dude from Ireland or whatever. He has a. Connor McDavid. Yes. No, that's a goalie or a, a McDavid. Is it McDavid? Doesn't he play at oh, yeah. the NHL? It's uh, Connor, Connor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, same difference. So when he kicked that guy and his leg broke? No. Or he, the guy kicked him and his leg broke? Or yeah, something. that was gross. And then there was one where the guy kicked him and his leg broke. We saw two within like a short period where someone kicked somebody and their their calf broke and their leg went flop, a flop. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't. So bad. I can't. You know that you're a total animal. A total animal. If your leg breaks like that, and you're on the ground and you're, you know, in excruciating pain, obviously your leg breaks and you're like, so. I'm going to come back and I'm going to kill that guy. You're oh, like, you're still talking that you're going to get the guy. They're like, how about you go to the yeah. doctor? I think they should just take the microphone away from me right now. I think you need to put a blanket over that sim- thing because it's gross. Sim- <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So playing goalie in and out of quick gloves, took a shot, popped his thumb out of place. Ooh. I was in a lot of pain, but I quickly punted the ball down the field. And with everyone distracted, I quickly popped my thumb back into place. Yes, Katie, ouch is correct. It was a big old ouch. Wow. I wonder if it hurts worse coming out or going in. I, think I bet you going in. Well, you're more aware of it. Going out, it's like there's no time to think about it. You're just like, ah. That's, it. That's what I mean. Like you're like, this is going to fucking hurt. But when you go to the doctor, oftentimes, now I'm not hashtag not a doctor, um, they Oftentimes orthopedists will pop, they'll have to pop it back in. So they're like, okay, take a deep breath. And then they like jab it in. I'm going to do it on the count of three. One, two. Uh-huh. And you're like, ah, you know, sweat. Cause there's, oh, you're starting to sweat. Yeah. Sorry, Patty. We love the hat. Under the lights. It's a little warm. It's, it's, it's also 75 degrees here today. So no complaints. No. But we love the hat. Here, let's just sit cool. it here. Let's okay. just, you just relax. I was going to put it up on the. Okay. So popped it back in. I'm really impressed with your chutzpah. I don't know. Guts? Your, uh, intestinal fortitude. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, I never told anyone and my thumb is still slightly longer than the other. <laughs> I'm going to keep this one a secret. Shh. Okay. This one is entitled ankle strains and medical anomalies okay. in one throw. Oh, Okay, quick and simple is I jammed the hell out of my ankle playing baseball on a field that had a con fucking Crete under the dirt. What? Oh, God. You know, that's the... Hmm. That's not right. No. Do you remember us playing intramural I was, soccer? I knew you were going to say that. And remember the we played on this one that had... Our home field. That had, had the sliding... AstroTurf, AstroTurf. On top of a tennis court. And it was all ratty. Like, and you'd try and stop or make a move because I'd... I do some moves. Sean, I used Sean to do some likes moves. to dude, quick jerk. Yeah. Get you. A little juke move. I would, juke. I would spin ah. and then I'd run. Yeah. And uh, oh boy, that was bad on the feet. Yeah. His feet have never recovered. No. We need to get you in to see a podiatrist. I've been saying that for years, but for, for, real, for realsies this time. Why would they put concrete? Jesus Christ. I was pissed because my turn to play pitcher had to be skipped. Grr. I'd be mad too. You know, when you're a kid, you look forward to shit like that where you're like, oh, next up. Oh. Wait, I missed it. Why is Patty not able to? He jammed the hell of his ankle playing baseball. His ankle. Yep. 
on right. a field that had con fucking crete under the dirt. The sons of bitches. Okay. Anyway, unlike before, I had to get this ankle injury inspected. Basically, I couldn't walk without turning my foot sideways. Hi, <gasps> <I> Chihuahua. <laughs> While you're there, just ask about your thumb. Uh, right? Hey, this one's still longer than the other. They're like, one, two. <laughs> I nope. can't give you the thumbs up with my, my thumb pointing <laughs> you know, in the other direction. Okay. No fun when you have to walk across the whole school and up and down three flights of stairs. So I sucked it up and went to get the x-rays on my foot that the doctors had ordered. Yeah. Not only did I strain my ankle, but they also found that I have a non-operational bone growth in the back of my ankles. The name of this condition is called... Spurulitis? Taylor beak? Okay. Am I saying that right? T-A. Let's see if Google's faster. Okay, Google. What sort of bone spurs are on the back of the ankle? On the website sports-health.com, they say, people who have a common foot condition called plantar fasciitis can develop these spurs, which are often referred to as heel spurs or calcaneal spurs. Calcaneal? No. Thank you, Google. I like you better than Alexa. But if Alexa wins... I, so too. I have to say she's pretty awesome. Aww. Oh. Google, are you friends with Alexa? <laughs> sure. Us assistants try to stick together. Oh, that's cute. I wonder if Alexa is nice like that. Probably. Hagelin's deformity. No. Tallerbeak. Not only did I strain my ankle, but they also found that I have a non-operational bone growth in the back of both of my ankles. The ner- the name of this condition is called Tallerbeak. Am I saying that right, Patty? You have beautiful cursive, and I don't. I think I'm fucking that one up. It looks like T A L A M B E A K, but I might be wrong. Because the growths look like bird beaks. What? Talon beak? Tal- hmm. It looks like an M. That looks hmm. like an M to me. Okay. Talon beak? Talon beak? Fallon beak? Talon? Like a bird's talon? Yeah, maybe. However, talon beak is normally on the front side of the ankles. I am a medical anomaly. Cool. For the beaky bones being in the back, but also for having it in both ankles. That's... You're... You're in medical books now. I, I know assume. you're you're flipping through your medical book in in I don't know the uh, the second year, mm-hmm. and you're you're flipping along, and you get to you're the ankles, famous. yeah, and you see a picture of Patty. That's like, <laughs> uh, like check it out. That's like Doctor Bauer's uh, grandma. I probably I think I've said this here where she when we pledge allegiance, she wouldn't put her right hand over here because her heart her body was like flippy flopped, like her heart was on the other side. She was standing backwards. No, essentially her insides, her organs were on the opposite side that they were supposed to be. I forget the name of it, but it was super, super rare. And so they- Hyperfloppiosis. Flippiflopalopalopis. There, I named it. Boom. So she, um, she, anyway, she they ran all these tests and stuff because she went into medical books because it was like the first I'd ever seen it or whatever. Anyway, oh. pretty cool. Okay. On to some racing royalty for the petrol heads. Oh, for the petrol heads. Ooh, that's me. Okay. So I know there was a game advertised in prior writings, but I no longer work where the game was inspired. So here's some info on my favorite rally driver of all time, Michelle Mutton. Oh, I don't know. Michelle, Michelle. As Katie already knows, I am a huge fan of motorsports, but she doesn't know I'm a massive history nerd. I did not know. Well, here's where the worlds collide. The group B, mm-hmm. an insane class of rally cars from the 1980s, 
maybe Sir Sean can find footage or pictures. Group B rally racing is a nightmare. It's awesome to watch, but it was so terrifyingly dangerous. Goddess Michelle Mutton. See, a bunch of people think that when women compete in motorsports, they end up being, uh, end up being, what's that word? Busts? Like a certain indie car. Oh, gotcha. Bust. Like it's a bust. Oh, like uh, what's her name? Danica Patrick? Yeah, I think that's what he's going to say. Like certain indie car and NASCAR driver. I think if you make it to any level of professional anything, mm-hmm. sport, you, you know, you're a success. You, maybe you didn't crush it at that level but man to get to the big leagues mm-hmm. ooh, wah, wah, wah. wow 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 well they yeah, are she was wrong kind of a bust. michelle mutton is one of the greatest racers who happens to be a woman she has four overall rally wins and 162 stage wins but more importantly she was almost the world rally champion sadly she lost due to taking time off to mourn the passing of a family member mm-hmm. oh that's a bummer she drove the legendary Audi Quattro S2 and a truly deadly fast car. See, back in Group B era, deaths of drivers and spectators were sadly expected. Not only were drivers expected to be physically tough, but they also had to be cold mentally as they went through massive crowds and knew that they probably clipped one or two. Well, Michelle, oh, there's two spellings, Mouton, maybe, not Mutton, M-O-U-T-O-N. Yeah, Mouton. Michel Mouton was both on top of having... Uh, was both on top of having to fight the stigma of old school boys club bullshit. Yeah, right. It's that amazing mental fortitude and racing talent that makes her one of my racing heroes. That's so cool. I learned something yeah. new. I didn't know about her. I know a little bit about uh, Group B, mm-hmm. just growing up in that era and yeah. absolutely terrifying. Really, really absurd. They stopped it. They discontinued it because the cars were just screaming nightmares. That's crazy. Yeah, they were really... Uh, I'll put some on the screen. Yeah, wild. I had no idea. Very cool. Thanks, Patty. It says, time for the wrap-up. Sorry for the long-winded letter um, and delay between correspondences. Life got crazy, and I fought for motivation. Anyhow, thank you for the kind words from last time. It raised my spirits and gave me, uh, given my struggle with dysgraphia. Gotcha. (laughs) Yours truly, Patty. Thanks, Patty. Thank you, Patty. Thank you for the hat. It's beautiful. We love it. Cool design. Thank you for the letter. How do we... uh... Can we, can we put a link to that hat? Yeah. Can people get that somewhere? Um, Patty, if you can email us, a, if there's a way for people in our community to purchase said merch, let us know. Yeah. If it's just the first and you know now we're moving forward, but still, keep us posted. Okay. Time. Also, super cool that you're into rally car racing because I think that that's the best race car uh, style of racing, I should say, mm-hmm. to, to watch. I mean, I grew up watching Formula One. I think it's very interesting, but I don't find it compelling like I find rally car racing compelling. Yeah. Super cool. Oh, man. But for some weird reason, Mm -hmm. fans of that sport, Mm -hmm. okay, it's not that I don't have sympathy. I do have sympathy. I'm not a, Katie, don't look at me like that. (laughs) I have sympathy. As I stir my drink. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the fans were crazed and the fans would get on the track. Oh, not the track, but the course. It was wild. And it was. It was like macho to be like, I'm out in this and I might get killed. Well, yeah, they. So the, the thing was, touch the, car. touch the car as it goes by, touch the car. And did you see what I did? Mm-hmm. You know, ah, and they were like, so the cars were so crazy and sounded so nuts. And the fans were so into it that everyone got whipped into a frenzy and people would get hit. They die. Yeah. When I was a kid, my father told me, cause we would go to races a lot. Motorcycle races. upside down. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Just, you know, it's Florida. 
<laughs> Continue. Your dad told uh, you. Yeah. He said, we're never going to go on the outside of the turn yeah, because that's, that's, that's you where you get hit because yeah. centrifugal force forces the vehicle to the outside of the corner. You know, mm-hmm. you could get killed on the inside of the corner if you're saying there was a fan, but the chances are less. Yeah. Your dad this served still me was well. a daredevil, but not... Not a crazy, not a dumb daredevil, not a reckless daredevil. Several years passed and I found myself in Laughlin, Nevada, Mm -hmm. where I was at the races. These are the Baja style races. Mm -hmm. They're little rally cars, right? Still? No, they're like terrifying. Very similar. No, they're not similar, but they're they're very capable vehicles that Mm -hmm. they, it's off-road racing. So over amazing conditions, you know, and you're like, how does a vehicle handle that? And the, the suspension is articulating and they're going so fast the engines are really big i was at a race and i saw a car lose it it didn't hit anyone in the crowd but it went into the 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 outside of the turn and missed people probably by you know maybe about half a foot that's scary and i was there filming with lamar oh yeah and lamar was scouting where we're gonna film and he's like we should be over there and this was about 20 minutes like, earlier. And I was like, we're not going to the outside of the turn, buddy. He's like, no, no, that's, they're going to come around the corner. We're going to get this beautiful shot. And you're like, and sure. It, but it wasn't that Lamar, you know. Uh, he was thinking shot, not He was safety. thinking the beautiful sh- footage. When that vehicle left the course and it was booking. Mm-hmm. Of it, course. It, it's, it's in it's, a race. Yeah. And it's these things are so capable. And the, anyways, it, it just missed these people. And then the car got back on the course and kept going. The people... I've never seen anyone, I would imagine this is what someone looks like who is in a war. The blood was gone from their faces. Of course. They looked like- They were traumatized. Yes. They, they thought mean, their life like flashed before their I'm eyes. I'm pretty sure. I'm it pretty was, sure a lot of them wet their pants see. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's terrifying. I wet my pants. I might have thrown up. I'm not ashamed up. of it. I might have thrown up. I mean, I mean, I'm, I just wet my pants now. Oh, we probably should I, see I'm not somebody. ashamed of it. You should be. You should see somebody about that. I wear depends. You, yeah. Okay. As long as you're protecting yourself, yeah. that's fine. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, if you do go to car races and there are no rules about where you can go. Don't go to the outside of the don't turn. Don't be in the outside of the turn. That's Actually, my only advice that I can give you, people of OTDM land. That's sound advice. When we have our races, there will be no outside of the turn standing. Okay. I'll be wherever there's seats and food and stuff, not at the race. The I'll concession stands? TV. Good, good. You're looking after our business over there. I'll, I'll be in a resort somewhere nearby. Oh, that's cool. You can go do that. I'm not. I'm Car not. races are fun. Any no, sort of you. race is fun. Mm-mm. I mean, even if it's just two bicycles. I have a lot of family members that are into NASCAR, and I'm not into that either. Mm. I saw a NASCAR race the other day on TV. It just it must have just happened, mm-hmm. but the track is really tiny, and I so not know. only are they all just turning in the same direction, which I think is left. I, I don't even know. I think so. I don't know. Left or right? You know, because it's a circle. There's usually. only two. Well, I think there are some NASCARs that aren't just circles. They do the Ziggy, the eight, the figure eights. Uh, I don't think they do figure eights. Not smash them up NASCAR. Oh, true, <laughs> true. But uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was just like, I don't know. But the track I was mini sized, mm-hmm. and I, I thought it's so weird. I've never seen it. Maybe it's a new track, but it looked a little. Maybe it was just not as big of a venue, so it's smaller, and it was like the you weren't watching like. There's no straightaways. The it's just you're constantly to turn. <laughs> basically it's mario kart you know <laughs> i love mario kart i not to take this on a weird tangent but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having um an urge to get a gaming system and i'm not going to don't do i've gone this far in my life without having one we as can an rent adult. one we could borrow it for a week no and then we'll see that's Sean like a week someone later. giving you drugs and or you won't get how it much do you recommend for first time user <laughs> yeah. here's the mario uh, kart drug none yeah okay are you ready yeah 
we have a letter from uh, Ozzy or Hello. Andy, and it is entitled Sleepwalking. I'm so excited, Ozzy. Okay. It says, hello, Sean, Katie, Roxy, and the rest of the OTDM community. Congratulations on the epic milestone of 100 episodes. Your channel has helped myself, as I am sure many others, keep up the great work. Thanks, Ozzy. We will. So I've been a lifelong sleepwalker. I'm so excited. I have so many questions. With fun little adventures in La La Land here and there in my life. Please keep in mind, all of these stories were told to me the following morning, as I don't remember a thing. Oh, it's got to be so terrifying. That's what's so strange about it, is you don't remember first one was when i was a kid i was doing my sleepwalking deal and my mother was trying to guide me back to my room i guess i started like uh, flailing and screaming i remember having a dream of my hands coming out of the wall and i was trying to fight them off (laughs) uh thank goodness in the process oh i oh i guess in the process i hit my mom the next story i remember about 10 was that we were camping at a state park I guess I needed to use the restroom, so I walked to the main shower area and back. During that time, I guess I wasn't coming back in a timely manner, so the park ranger started to search for me. I was told I came from the opposite direction of where they saw me leave and just crawled back into the camper and slept. Oh, wow. What? That's scary. Go sleepwalking when you're out in the woods? Yeah. What if you ran into a bear that was sleepwalking? You know? Oh, hey, I didn't (laughs) see you there, buddy. (laughs) That's dangerous so crazy um okay so i just crawled back into the camper and slept the rest of that camping trip i remember a female ranger always checking on me whenever she saw me in the park i would too to make sure like hello hey is it you are you here during my teens my sister would tell me about how i would walk and talk in my sleep all the time you and me both most of the time what she said i said i couldn't even figure it out i know it doesn't make any sense it's nonsense it's like me talking about like the closet and sheets and towels. It was so strange, you guys. When she, and oh, and the broom. It was a broom and sheets and towels in a closet. I guess I was cleaning. I don't know. Lastly, good old college. This is recounted by my roommate and dorm security. <laughs> One late fall night, I guess I decided to get out of bed and get dressed. I warned my roommate about my sleepwalking. He promptly told me to get back to bed. His words were um, that I turned and smiled at, oh, the, he, his words were I turned and smiled um, like the smile of a joker with my eyes wide open. <laughs> yeah, Roxy didn't like that one. She's sleeping, but she made a growl at the perfect time if you couldn't hear it. Um, okay. So my eyes wide open. He then told me to have fun and pulled his blankets over his head because he didn't want to mess with someone that's six feet, six inches tall and outweighed him by 60 pounds. I mean... <laughs> That's fair. It's kind of intimidating. The nice security. A maniacal look while they're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh. I need a new roommate. Go see the RA right away. a little big f- from. Is an RA uh, or an RN? RA. An RA. RN's a registered nurse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, RA, you should have RA one of those. RA is residential advisor. Yeah, I'd go talk to the RA about yeah. getting a new roommate. Yeah. The night security also told me as I signed myself out and returned two hours later. I had the big smile on my face and wouldn't answer any questions. <laughs> that's so terrifying, Ozzy. I worked night security as well, so I got to actually see my handwriting on the sign-out sheet. <laughs> wow. My roommate and I had a good laugh about it, but he didn't. He did say that if I did it again, he was going to apply for a new room assignment. Surprisingly, 
Um, I didn't do it again. Oh, oh. gotcha. For a That's second, so I thought, strange. I know. What would what would cause someone to, you know, because you you toss and turn, but isn't yeah. there a some sort of thing inside your body that happens when you go to sleep where your mind disconnects from your motor control skills to a certain extent? It's supposed to. You're supposed to have that sleep paralysis. Yeah, it's supposed to protect you, but it doesn't always happen for certain people. And I don't know enough of the research. It might be something we have um, Doctor Jalal back on to talk about because that's like his area of specialty or maybe even ben ryan might mm -hmm. know what happens in the brain the funny thing is is um selena spooky boo uh selena who is on tiktok and she sleepwalks and films herself anyway she said that certain foods will trigger it like if she has a lot of dairy like if she eats any cheese before bed or something she'll she knows she's gonna have to get up so she like takes precautions or, certain things trigger it yeah yeah maybe not eating late at night Maybe. Maybe I don't know. She didn't say late at night. She just said like in the evenings. Oh, so like, okay. I don't know if it's like with dinner, like yeah. she can't have, I don't know. I don't know the extent. Cause I, I don't follow her like religious slept walk all the way to the wheel of cheese. I know. <laughs> um, but that's kind of, uh, yeah. Interesting. If anybody knows Sue, anybody out there who sleepwalks, if you have any information, please send it in to OTD and pot it. Can you imagine you take it a step further? If you're, you know, you get in the car and drive because you know, by, if you're you able to could. walk, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. And you're kind I'm going to pull on... that next time. Next time I get pulled over, <laughs> I'll, uh, not that I get pulled over that often, but you know, they'll knock on your window. You roll down your window. Sir, do you know how fast you're going? Oh, hello? <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that's not going to fool anybody. You don't think so? No, but you can try it. I, I got a note from my doctor saying that I sleepwalk. I know sometimes this happens. I'll have it laminated, you know, ready. Everybody believes a laminated letter <laughs> or, from the Or doctor. you know what? You you put a note around your neck oh. and and if you find if you find Sean please return to his wife sleeping. First punch him in the face because he's he was lying speeding to you. in his car. <laughs> it's because he was sleep driving your your you know, your honorary. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? What if you were a pilot and you were sleep flying? <laughs> what if you know, there's so many things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What what are the limits? Some people do go no through limits, life. No limits, Sean. No limit soldiers. I'm a no limit soldier. Oh, let them say na 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 na. Oh my God! South by Southwest is coming to Austin, and so we're invited to like parties and events and stuff. And uh, I'm not. Katie is. I have to wait outside with her purse. No, that's you, how it works. That's not how it works at that's all. That's what they told me in my invite. Please wait with the other sad sacks. You got the same invite I did. <laughs> Your lame lies even made me yawn just then. Um, they're not no, but lies, Katie. They're, they're, they're jokes. Lies. Okay, jokes. Jokes and lies, same thing. Um, anyway, but everybody, you know, the parties start at like 8.30 or 9, which isn't that late. But I'm pretty like, to me these it's going to be pretty late. I'm like, uh, but I kind of want to be like home and in my cozies by then. <laughs> I know. So I don't know if we'll make it to the parties. We RSVP'd, but if you see us out, say hi. We're very friendly, I promise. Okay, so. Let's finish up Ozzy's letter because yes. I just stopped. For the most part now, it's just walks to the fridge. Okay, that's good. Sorry about the long email, but really wanted to share the good ones. That wasn't long at all. That was wonderful. No. And I, I loved it. Thank you. Enjoy and respect to all. Andy or Ozzy. Thanks, Ozzy. That was really good. Oh, her tail is wagging in her sleep. It's my favorite when it does that. Yeah, she's so happy. Oh, it's really wagging. Is she in her sleep? Mm -hmm. I can't see her oh, format. Oh, her that's my favorite. It doesn't happen all the Solidarity time. Solidarity with Andy. Mm -hmm. you know. oh, oh, more wags. Okay. Oh, I have some French, that, or not French, some German that I'm going to have to try to speak. Oh. She's wagging her tail. She likes this too. Okay. 
I think, is this the last one we should do? What do we have time for? Uh, two more. Two more. Okay, this is from Natasha. Hi, Natasha. And it is entitled, Knig About Moin. Knig About Moin. K-N-I-G-G-E. Knig? Nig. Nig. Nig About Moin. I think moin. the K would be silent. I have no idea how they do it in the German. No, but Koenig. German. Is Koenig German or is that Dutch? Well, how was Laura's last name? How'd she say it? Which one? The one that creates beautiful wood furniture and stuff. Mm, I don't know. Craft, Croft. What was her last name? Anyway, okay. It says, hello and moin to Katie, Sean, and all you lovely listeners. This is my first letter, and I write it because I wanted to share some background information and fun facts about my favorite greeting of all time. Moin. You and me both. Feel free to skip the German words if they give you a hard time. It all gives me a hard time, but I go just power through. About me real quick. I am Natasha. Yes, the C belongs there and it will stay there no matter how many people try to steal it from me. So it's N-A-T-A-S-C-H-A. Natasha. Natasha. And Boris. Mm-hmm. You know from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle? That's oh, how yeah. she spelled her name. Oh, I did think. she spell her name? Yeah. The pronunciation is the same as Natasha. I would love to apply to be which of the state. I have Absolutely. a fluffy. I have a fluffy cat. A waist length red hair. A waist length red hair. Oh, I want a picture. And black hat. And love sarcasm. Please consider me. A sarcastic witch hired. And long red hair. down done yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The long red hair. That's that's a keeper too. Yeah. All right, here here by, by the the seal of Florida. The power invested in us by the state of Florida. We pronounce you the witch. That sounds bad. How should we say it? No, which is a good thing. She says she wants to be witch of the state. Witch so of the witch state. Of the which state? state, I said. No, witch of our state, of Yotidium land. She's the witch of the state. Which witch? Which, which state is which sh- Natasha from? Okay. Now, to the topic. So, um, David Redacted, please add her to the ledger. Now to the topic. The meaning of moin changes depending on where you are in Germany. Mm. It is used in other countries also, but I don't know much about them, so I'll only talk about the situation in Germany. They still fight about the origin, but I will tell you the most common one. Moin is a word from a specific German accent. Plat, plat Deutsch. Deutsch. P-L-A-T-T Deutsch. D-E-U-T. German. Mm-hmm. Plat Deutsch. Plat Deutsch. German. And means pleasant, good, or nice. Previously, they said Moin Dag. In German, um, Schonentag. In English, Monday. nice day. Oh, nice day. With the time, day disappeared, and the moin we know and love today was born. Sadly, it is not as easy as it seems at this point. First, what we can agree, uh, first what we can agree on: everywhere in Germany, you can use it instead of saying "good morning." Okay, that's nice to know. I thought it was just up north. After that, huh. you need to beware distant thunder. <laughs> well, at least in the south. There are three reactions that you can get down there. So everywhere you can say moin instead of good morning, except the reaction number one, the person you're talking to explains to you a little confused that it is by far not morning anymore while having the look of someone who got told on Christmas, happy Easter. Oh, like, hey, buddy, you've lost your mind. Yeah. Possible responses. Really? No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Or in shock. What? Damn it. I calculated the time machine wrong again. Second reaction sarcastic you could get. Sarcastic Germans. So sarcastic. They ask you where from the north you are. Oh, that's like when you say. Uh, Do you hold up your mitten and go like this? Just like I know. From Michigan 
um, from this but part th- of the people north. do that in the states too like the funny thing about california part of Florida, is that if you from, say hella if you say oh, that's hella good you're from norcal i don't know if they still say that though do but they? they did back in the day yeah. and even in northern washington up in seattle people say hella they they said that in uh, Saskatch- uh, saskatoon I knew a person from Saskatoon and she would say that all the time. It was it's like weird. Her, her every third but word. But down in LA, they'd be like, ah, you must be from Sacramento or, you know, like you're not from here. Right. And so that sounds like one of those where they're like, uh, where in the North are you from? Regional. Or they assume immediately that you're from Hamburg. We've been to Hamburg. That's it in the North, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we were in Bra- Bremen and then we went to Hamburg, which was like an hour and a half North, I think. Something like that. Beautiful city. Possible response. Yes. If Hamburg is in Baden-Württemberg, or I feel a little discriminated now. Or don't you recognize me? I am one of your kind. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of you. How rude. Or the third and final potential response you can get. Very rare, but also exists. The ones who just take it as a hello and respond normal. Possible responses. Want to be friends with me? You, you are strange. Suspicious face. Or, oh my God. Where from the north are you? So they're actually excited. I have a lot of friends and a boyfriend in, um, in or near Bremen. And after hearing Moin a couple of times, I loved it so much that I use it now everywhere. Yeah. I love Moin. It it just sounds nice. Even it sounds very pleasant and happy. Yeah, and there's a famous song. Uh, I don't. It's not even by a German person. It's an American band, I think. But it's. Uh, He's making it up. I can feel just it. Just call me Angel of, of the, the Moin. <laughs> I can feel your energy of like. This one's going to be good. <laughs> it wasn't very good. But someone out there laughed. <laughs> you laughed. I There's got to be more than just you. You're one of me. One of my peoples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the people around me were first quite annoyed, but now they know how great Moin really is and they use it. Um, <laughs> that, I'm, I think I did that properly. Let me know, Natasha. Now that you know how Moin is used in the South, let's look to the North. I hope you have have brain capacity left. It will get a little bit more complicated. How the classic moin is used should be clear at this point. But what about moin moin? A double. <laughs> doble moin. This one is a little controversial, but the common opinion is very good explained with a saying, moin, moin moin, ist schon gossabel, or moin moin, sagen nur schwatzer. Moin moin is drivel or nonsense. Moin moin is only used by chatterboxes. So you don't want people to roll their eyes. So you don't say moin moin. Hint from a witch. You can use this with sarcastic, with a sarcastic grin and watch some people explode. <laughs> I think I'm doing a good job. Okay. Another way of saying it is moinsen. Oh, you can say it is moinsen. Moinsen. What if someone's uh, getting up all in your stuff, you know, all up in your business? You say, moind your own business? <laughs> moind yourself right out of here. This is used to say hello to a group of people. So like plural of moin-ish. Moin zusamen or moin together. Or if you want to be extra kind, most people believe that this expression emerged because of the many last names that end with sen. Oh, moinsen. That's just like a generic Hansen, Jensen, Peterson. This is mostly used by teenagers, so you should consider it that if you have to come back some, mm-hmm. sometime. Mm-hmm. I can be one of the cool kids. By the time I'll get there, it won't be cool anymore, but I will still. You'll be like, like, hey, moin. Hella cool, huh? Moinsen. You moinsen. already messed it up. Oh, well, I was trying to. Try to be cool. Hip. Turk, turk. Oh, my God. Uh, I saw this TikTok. 
from a teacher in middle school and they'd ask their students to write down the things that their parents do that annoy them because they were learning like uh, ways to use annoyed, sarcastic, all these different words, I guess, and like sentences. And so (laughs) the answers were hilarious. One was like, my mom sings to Tupac and says she's ghetto. She's a white 45-year-old woman from Nebraska. And I was like, ooh, burn. (laughs) But the things that these parents were doing, I was like, oh, they're my age. (laughs) It made me laugh. Okay. Anyways, personally, I like Moin Basic and will face every weird conversation that can come with it. You can say whatever you want, but Moin is great and way better than service. Service. It's S-E-R-V-U-S. She says, fight me. Do you dare? I hope this letter was not too boring and learned a little bit about the etiquette around Moin. Lots of love from Germany or from my German gingerbread house. <laughs> that was so good, Natasha. I loved it. That was really interesting. Moinsen. I'm from Montreal. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's super cool. Okay. We have time for one more. Okay. And Leanne is up next. Hello, Leanne. Oh, no. <gasps> what? Are we okay? I'm, I'm already, I, we have to read this. I'm very curious. The subject line reads, had a burst appendix for four days before having it removed. Oh, my God. <gasps> I thought you died. I you had like minutes once that happened. I thought so, too. Like, an ex- like a bomb went off in your belly. <laughs> Hi there, Sean and Katie. Just now starting to listen to your opinions that don't matter podcast. So far, I've listened to episode 63, 69, and I'm currently listening to number 80 while writing this. First, let me introduce myself. Hi, I'm Leanne and I live in Poland or Poland. (laughs) Leanne's like, I didn't write that. Portland. (laughs) Hi, my name's Stacy. I'm from uh, Ohio. (laughs) First time caller, long time listener. Portland, Oregon. So she's from the PNW, baby. Oh, yeah. Roxy's like, someone's trying to sleep over here. I am 25 currently, and maybe it was 22 or 23 when I found Katie's mental health videos on YouTube. Then, as the years went on, I kept updated with Katie on social media. I've been off and on listening to Katie's AKA, AKA episode before OTDM. I'm still not sure how you pick stories and share. I have a few that you may enjoy. We share them all. We love the interaction, and we enjoy it very much. It took us a long time to get through our back catalog of, of I know, letters. I'm glad but- that we're like almost caught up. We're maybe like have 10. We're... we're Slipping back. No, we're going to we'll make a concerted effort in our next episode to, to get through burn it. through, not burn through. We're going to move voraciously through. consume your, mm, I your like uh, I like words. Language. Yeah. Okay. So she has a few. I'm going to start with this one. It has to deal with me at the hospital. I had a burst appendix for four days before I had it removed. All caps. I felt like I had to kind of shout it a little bit. That's pretty good. Let me say this again. I had a burst appendix for four days. I'm going to add in four fucking days because it just needs a little. Before having it removed. Yeah, you're thinking I'm lying. Just like my freshman in high school teacher thought. But no. No, honestly, I can't take the test. (laughs) I've got a burst appendix. I tried that one too. And they didn't buy it. You could use that one with with the police. Didn't Dwight Schrute have a burst appendix? He had to get his appendix removed in Florida. Yes. Has anyone seen that office episode? It's way, it's like post Michael. But he really wants to be good wants, at the presentation so that well, he, he will get, get the, the job. job. Mm-hmm. And so Dwight Schrute is fighting off He's his like, first appendix. <laughs> like his stomach is hurting him so bad. 
And then he goes to the doctor and they like check himself out and like brings his little IV sack. <laughs> He's bleeding at one point. Yeah, because like, he, mm, he his stitches, like, his stitches rip. Oh my God. Okay. So, sorry. So, I was a pretty healthy kid, no broken bones, never been in the hospital for a long period of time until February of 2012. I was 15 years old, a freshman at the time. Apparently, I have a high uh, pain tolerance. I was into gymnastics for a few years, like two. That's it. You know why I stopped? Because my appendix burst. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. (laughs) I went to gymnastics on Wednesday evenings and went back to school that following Thursday and Friday, not even knowing my appendix burst that Wednesday before. I was complaining to my parents. Oh, I was complaining to my parents. I wasn't feeling great that following weekend. Flash forward to Sunday, day before President's Day of 2012. I really didn't feel well. Like I couldn't move my whole body. My grandparents had to take me to the airport because my parents just left for their anniversary trip. What? Anyways, they took me to the doctor, our pediatrician office at the time, and were unsure what the pain is or what the pain was. I don't, I really don't remember why the doctor before the ER. Yeah. I was like, man, you like can't move your body. Let's skip the doctor part and go. Uh, a story to the hospital. <laughs> Maybe they just thought you had like, I don't know, a stomach ache. And I don't know. Once I got to the ER, I took it took many, many hours to figure out that I had an emergency. And then I had to have an emergency appendic- appendicite appendectomy. Mm. Appendectomy. Append- appendectomy. <laughs> Welcome to the show where we don't produce. <laughs> We don't pronounce words properly. It just keeps getting better. Are you sure you're a podcaster? (laughs) Have you tried welding? Maybe you should try something else. Okay. So she had an emergency appendectomy. Uh, Oh, but she doesn't really remember. You know, I was about 15 at the time about timing. I had to wait hours for the emergency pediatrician doctor to call to come in the night of the holiday weekend. I mean, it was your emergency, (laughs) not hers. I mean, the the doctor doesn't really. It was the night of the holiday weekend because it was going to go into President's Day or whatever. Here's what you say. I don't care. My appendix is burst. It has burst. (laughs) Come get me. I'm in pain. Oh, but the parents, oh, because the parents took her to the closest hospital, which wasn't the children's hospital, and I was in so much pain, and thank goodness I was pumped up on pain drugs. Before this surgery, three doctors told me and my parents that it's going to be quick, because by this point, they know it's an appendix issue. Well, yeah, at least they know where to go, right? I'm really curious, though, what a burst appendix actually is, or is that just someone who... who is writing the the manual, you know, or not the manual, but the uh, the doctor's material, whatever their mm-hmm. manuals that they use. <laughs> and were they just dramatic? You know, like, is it a tear in your appendix? Is it like, does the thing blow up like a bomb? What is I it? I don't know. What is a burst appendix? I like, don't know. If you, if you burst your, no. I mean, what if else you burst? Yeah, I know. Starburst? Uh, but like, does your Achilles <laughs> you can heal? Blow, you can burst your eardrum. Oh, you can burst it. That's a good word, burst. Mm-hmm. What happens? It was the worst burst. My first burst was the worst. <laughs> okay. Gerst, skirsked. I couldn't think of other words. Fred Durst? Okay. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A rupture. So it's a rupture, not, okay. a, not an explosion. Not an eruption. A rupture spreads infection throughout your abdomen. I speak English. It's I just don't know peri- what the words are. It's called peritonitis. Per- no, peritonitis. Possibly life-threatening. This condition requires immediate surgery to remove the appendix and clean out your abdominal cavity. Right, because it's... A pocket of pus that forms in the abdomen, if your appendix bursts, you may develop a a pocket of infection, of an abscess, essentially, because your body's trying to, like, contain the the bacteria or the infection. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now that we all are on the same What is pus? Okay. 
stop talking. <laughs> I don't want to read that. I don't want to look it up. Okay. So this, so December, they said it'd be quick because they knew it was an appendix issue. And but pus is just your white blood cells that have died. Is they it like fought the bacteria? Is it or is it like a byproduct of what they Let's do? Let's look that up later. Let's keep moving through this. Okay. Stop asking questions of gross things. I have to look up. I'm curious. Or learn about pus pockets in an abdomen. <laughs> Maybe I should have been a doctor. Maybe. I think oh, Dr. Boy. St. Louis got a nice ring to it. Okay. So they thought it was gonna be quick. Remember where we're at? Okay. Surgery, not so quick. Ended up being three and a half hours long. Instead of thinking I was gonna be home the next day, I was in the hospital for a solid five days. Wow. I I'd assume it was because they probably had to clean out her abdominal cavity and stuff. I mean, I've been to the dentist and they use that thing that sucks up the spit out of your mouth. I would assume they use that too in the abdominal cavity. There's probably something like that. Yeah. Their Maybe own a version. Different, uh, Size. size maybe yeah i don't know you'd have to ask them i only missed three days of school um oh yeah because the holiday plus a teacher work day that week well that's mm. pleasant i guess but as a kid i always wanted to miss school i was like not me i was a keener a keener you're keen on the no, school i never wanted to go to school yeah i was like that doesn't sound like you at all only some classes history yeah. i really want to go to history yeah i didn't want to miss certain classes but then that mean you'd have to go to others and it was like uh, and i didn't end up always going yeah. okay i wasn't happy i was in so much pain lots of rough long days and nights in the hospital this is also when my fear of needles came about oh interesting i'll keep this vague um but my iv came out and leaked oh that happened um to another member of our community recently and then i got stabbed with a needle more than three times because it wouldn't go into my vein isn't like does nobody think about this with kids especially but any adults anybody is like let them know what's happening maybe numb the area with some numbing cream i don't know but my grandma before she passed away was so dehydrated they like poked her up like she had all these little bruises on her hand and her arm and i was like grammy and she was like they had a tough time getting it in and i was like those motherfuckers and i know nurses do their best i'm not judging anybody but it was my grandma and so i'll punch you in the face okay so she had to do three times because it wouldn't go in. My poor dad was with me during that time and I screamed and cried until the nurses got it in. You're Let me end with this. I was discharged too early after five days, according to my mom. And I remember this because of it being so traumatic. Till this day, I still dislike, or maybe it's just fear of being in a hospital environment. Yeah, a lot of people fear the hospital. My dad always, my dad was like very to the point type of person. And he was like, I fucking hate hospitals. Smells like death in there. I don't like going in there. Nothing good happens there. And so he'd like refuse to go to the doctor until you get real, real sick. It's kind of true though. You know, you always hear about people getting more sick at hospitals. I'm not saying this happens all the time, no, but, but I've, I've heard from medical professionals as well that. Well, it's a bacterial place. People like, are sick. And so there are, there, it's a constant battle to, yeah, they're always, to fight the germs. They try to clean and wipe and sanitize, but like there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to be bubble boys and as you roll yourself in there? I would. Before I go, I'm going to wrap myself up in some saran wrap, a straw, so I can just breathe like through a little filter. And that's oh, we'll put how a little coffee go. filter on top of yeah. your straw. <laughs> He's oh. just precautious. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, oblivious, people don't understand how I survived this traumatic experience. Ending this on your, um, oh, on your puppy break in episode 80. Oh, perfect. Because she was writing it while she was listening, if you forgot. Let me know if you want more stories, more funny rather than painful ones. We would love them. Yes, yes. Happy to write you again. Just let me know. I won't write another one unless you want me to. Of course. You two are great together. Leanne. Yes, please write in. I would love it. What do we call Leanne? We got to give her a name, Katie. We got to give her a nickname. 
She's our PNW correspondent. I don't know if we have another one who has mm. staked, like, laid claim to. She's our Poland correspondent. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and from Poland. <laughs> Appendicitis. Sorry, Poland. Leanne. <laughs> I apologize. Um, yeah, but for right now. Yeah. But yes, please write in with some of your funny stories. I love it already. Um, do we have time for one more? Or is that it? No, I think we actually have to it's, wrap it's it. Late. Well, actually, no, we have. Oh. We do have to wrap it. Okay. Okay. Listen, I apologize in advance. Not in advance. I guess after the fact. <laughs> for today's episode, I'm I'm pretty out of it. Uh, so you're okay. Sean just needs to rest. He hasn't been feeling well. You've been under the weather. Yeah. Why so. do they call it under the weather? Does anybody know? Because it rains. But under weather is weather. Weather could be sunshine. Under the bad weather. I'm under the bad weather, not the sunshine. <laughs> It sounds like something a French person trying to explain to an English person would say. Eh, he's under the weather, like the the sunshine is not on him. You know, it's got no, the rain. There's no sunshine on yeah. him. Oh my god, that reminds me when we were in. Anyways, I, we were in. Uh, I just wanted to say sorry to you because I. Oh, you were fine. We started the podcast off on a little bit of a. You know, we didn't start. We bickered. Well, I wasn't a big bicker, bicker, but. It was just you. You're like we have to start over. You can't cuss in the first minute. And I'm no. like, well, I'm just I'm kind of out of sorts. Of my neck is all jacked up. You're fine. You're fine. We're okay. Right. We made. I just it. wanted to say sorry publicly. But, but also, I wanted to say when we were in either Amsterdam or Germany, I think it might have been Amsterdam. Yeah. Was I putting a lot of weight on you? No. Oh, am I putting a lot of weight? Yeah, on you? I felt like you're pushing. I'm getting heavy. <laughs> some I asked some people's English. Most people's English was great, but I don't speak any German or. Uh, in Amsterdam, they speak. Why am I? Amsterdamish. No, it's what Mau Mau speaks. God damn. She said it's like dirty German. Dutch. Dutch. Sorry, Mau Mau. Anyway, I don't speak Dutch or German. Clearly. Can't even remember the name. And at the restaurant we went to, I asked where the restroom was. And she didn't know. And I've learned through travel that the word toilet is better than saying bathroom. Everyone knows what a toilet is. Mm-hmm. And so she said, restroom and she was like um what and and i was like where's the restroom and she's like i do not know this word or whatever i was like toilet and she was like ah and she was like somebody else just then she felt bad she goes somebody else just asked me and i said we didn't have one Mm because i didn't know what it meant (laughs) and she's like but then you come in not 20 minutes later and ask the same thing and i was like oh toilet and she's like i will remember and i was like we need to be better at communicating in other languages. So, you know, anyway. so prudish. Uh, excuse me, where's the washroom or the, the restroom? The, you know, I know the, the water closet. Yeah, where's the, the WC? WC? We all have weird, the way it's toilet yeah. goes a long way. So. Hey, where's your, uh, where's your, it. yeah, where's your poop shoot? Shitter's full. <laughs> where's your shitter? Oh my God. Um, but anyway, so that was, yeah, it was a funny, like, didn't understand. I love, you know me, and we talk about it on the show mm-hmm. all the time. I love, seeing how people's brains work mm-hmm. when they're trying to communicate through a language and they don't have all the pieces because you can really see how how crafty humans are like mm-hmm. in, in communicating because yeah. there's the eyes there's the hands there's you know gestures there's there's little snippets of words you may have there uh-huh. may be other words from other languages the other person for instance uh, we were talking to somebody today uh, who speaks Spanish mm-hmm. and I was wondering man he probably knows so quite a bit of French, like I would assume. Probably, you know, we, we could probably communicate even, even if neither of us had English. They'll say they don't speak French, but they could probably understand more out. than they realize yeah. potentially. In the same way that I find French a little bit easier because I have some Spanish in my background. I have no Spanish. You really don't, but you're pretty good. Like when I'm doing my Duolingo, you'll guess what it is, and sometimes you're right. Yeah. yeah Donde but- es las toilet? No, baño. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. 
Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Do something that you love. Sleep in. Give take, a hug to someone that you love. Yeah, take care of yourself because Sean needs to rest up and take care of himself too. Yeah, and um, we will see you next week. I will have more energy. I think this is probably the the third podcast where I haven't had that much energy. But three in a hundred and five? Isn't I don't bad? know. That's not bad. Not bad. Not too shabby, honey. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with cool us. the cool kids. Moinsen. Moinsen. Okay, bye. Bye.